Welcome to Flip the Library, the Gwinnett County Library Podcast. I'm Melissa Gramont, the Snellville Branch Manager. The Grayson Branch opened in October 2006, so this year is its 15th anniversary. We have a couple of branch staff members here to help us to get to know the branch and its community. Welcome, Grayson Branch, and I would like you two to introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Dominique Sepulveda, and I'm a library associate, and I've been at the Grayson Branch for about six years now. And I'm Stacy Mora. I am a library associate, and I've been at the Grayson Branch for around six months now. Okay, and um, for Dominique, um, has library work been the only work that you've done, or is Grayson your first um, opportunity working at a library? I have worked in the DeKalb library system back mm-hmm. in 2001, and then I came to Gwinnett County in 2008, and I worked at the Five Forks branch and then transferred to the Grayson branch. So those are the two branches I've been working in for the Gwinnett County Public Library. Okay, and Stacy. Um, so prior to coming to the Grayson branch, I worked at the Duluth branch for one year and a half mm-hmm. um, before they opened the new branch at Duluth. <laughs> and um, then prior to that, I was a teacher, uh, an educator, um, and a librarian at a middle school. Um, and I did that for about 22 years. Oh, wow. So that, that's an extensive career. Yes. <laughs> and um, education and library science do have some things in common, but uh, we'll definitely get into um, what was it like when you both first started working at Grayson versus now, and especially in comparison to other branches you may have worked at. Uh, Grayson, when I first got here, it was about 2015, 2016. Um, it, I think it was a little bit more quiet than it is now. Now we have a lot of families coming in. We have a lot of growth. There's a lot of people coming in, new faces, like every week, just about. And we do have regulars, but there's um, a lot of housing going up around us and a lot of people just coming to this area. And was that still happening pre-COVID or is that something that is very new to 2021? It was pre-COVID as well, and it seemed there's a lot of um, different developments going up. There's like more senior housing, I guess you could say, and then some like 55 plus housing. So we have some people who are here now as a retired, um, and then they come and find the library. Uh, there, there has been a lot of growth. Like we've noticed it since I started at this branch. Um, a lot of teenagers coming in to study. Uh, a lot of families of young kids, a lot of the, the relationships we built with the schools brings them in as well. And it seems like right now, since COVID and now the reopening, there's the people are coming back, definitely. That's great. We like seeing people in the building again. Yeah. <laughs> and Dominique, your reactions to uh, coming to Grayson? My reactions? Uh, I would say it's it's different, definitely, um, mm-hmm. than Five Forks. There's just a different um, dynamic, I guess you could say. It uh, 
like Five Forks is very busy as well. It just has a different um, community of what their needs are versus what Grayson's needs are. Um, Grayson, I think, needs a lot more for the younger children. And Grayson, I mean, Five Forks seemed to be more, um, there was different like adult groups that would come in and not too many teenagers, I would say, but there's, there's a lot of teenagers at Grayson, definitely. So I came to Grayson, um, I had previously been at the Duluth branch and uh, I thought it was also very, oh, kind of quiet, um, but very organized. Like all of the staff people, they know just where to go and what to do without being told anything. Everybody just does what they need to do and we work as a team really well. I think the Grayson branch is beautiful on the inside. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, you should come and see it. We have a beautiful wood beam ceiling um, and we have great supervisors. They're very nice. And our manager, Ron, keeps us on our toes. Uh, I would say the patrons are very nice at Grayson. Um, and now that we've gotten busier, uh, sort of, you know, the COVID situation has improved. And so, you know, we have more patrons coming in again. And we also are busier because of the passport services that we started here uh, back in April. So um, we're definitely picking back up. Okay, that was a perfect lead in to my next question because Grayson is now uh, one of our new branches offering passport services. Um, can you talk about your experience with this service? Because um, it's still a service that not all of the branches are doing. I have found that passports has been very challenging. It's um, definitely a learning curve. Yes. <laughs> and we all, since we all came to this at the same time, it's been a learning experience for all of us. And then we all ask each other questions. Um, I've definitely called Buford for help because there's been situations where I'm like, I have no idea. So let me see what Buford can say and let me know what to do from here. So that's been great getting help from other branches. Um, and we do when I feel like I have a handle on it, then something else comes up and I'm like asking everybody else, what do I do with this? Like, how do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> but it's very interesting. You just find out that the community um, has just different situations, just coming in for passports even. You realize uh, family dynamics. You realize um, where they're from, where they're trying to travel, what the process has been like for them, if they're panicking because they got to get somewhere or if they're calm because there's no rush and they don't mind waiting the 18 weeks to get the passport, you know. <laughs> So it's been it's been very challenging, but very yes. interesting at the same time. Definitely. I was just going to say the training's very intensive uh, because it's through the State Department and um, it's a very intense. Uh, you are online learning just like you are part of the U.S. State Department and you have to um, do the quizzes and you have to do well and. So that that part of it was stressful, but um, I did pass the training. And um, so, you know, there is a large learning curve. But I think the longer that we've been doing passports, we learn 
we learn more each time because each person has sort of a different need sometimes. And you have to be able to um, help the person and you need to know how to fill out, you know, their particular form and what they need for documentation. So the more we do it, the more our confidence builds and uh, it's getting better. So that's what I would say about passports. Practice makes perfect. And that's one thing about the job is that um, we're always learning something new every day. Constant change. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So um, you touched upon this when uh, answering about passport services, about the unique needs of the community, even when they're, you know, just coming in for a passport. Can you tell everyone what makes the Grayson community unique? I think it's unique where it's very diverse and it's growing fast, but it still has a small town feel. There's a lot of you know, families I see, even just strangers, if they're in here and they start chit-chatting with each other. So it's still, you know, very big, but very small. You know, before I came to Grayson, I had heard about their French program uh, through Ron Gautier at um, a previous year's um, staff day. And so I knew that there was a French club here. And so um, I've been really excited about... Uh, coming here because I used to be a French teacher and oh. um, we have started a French uh, program uh, virtual once a week online for adults and I do that with Sunny McClendon who is at Duluth and um, it's been going very well and uh, we also hope to have the French club start back for the elementary kids in, in the Grayson cluster um, and also, hopefully next school year, we can do more in terms of French with the middle school and the high school here. Okay, uh, that's great. I have a quick question about that French club. So I, I was aware of the French club for the elementary um, and middle, but with your adults, um, are those for native French speakers or adults who want to learn the language? Oh, no, this, this is adults that just want to learn the language. Mm -hmm. Sunny and I have made it very easy and fun. And we like we added a lot of cultural um, information to it, like recipes, um, songs and uh, little video clips from Paris or another location like Antibes, south of France. Um, We've added a lot to make it fun and interesting. And we also have now mentioned the canopy access where they can actually watch French movies. Um, GCPL uh, has started that new service. And I, Sonny and I both have realized that canopy offers movies in French. So we've, we did let our, um, our students know about it. Can you tell us what your favorite feature of the branches? Branch-wise, I agree with Stacy that I really like the high beam wood be wood beam ceilings, mm -hmm. um, and just the openness of the branch. And program-wise, I like our location because we're able to get into the schools in our areas. They're very close by, so we've been able to do African American history programs. Um, 
literature programs, the dual language immersion programs at the different schools around us, um, like Grayson High School, Bay Creek Middle, Grayson Elementary, Tripp Elementary. So it's been really great. Now you guys are doing impressive things in the community. So um, that's wonderful that you're using your proximity to the schools to your advantage. And I would add too that Ron has um, done a great job at um, promoting the African-American programs um, with the school system. And I know that each year he does a, a really great program there that I know that the teachers and the staff and the students have really enjoyed when he goes there to speak. Um, so it's really good that we're connecting with the schools in this Grayson community. Definitely. Are there any other um, programs that stand out to you guys or that are especially um, uh, important to the Grayson branch? I think the French club with, what was it, Monday nights, I believe. They had a lot of um, kids because they, they advertised it to Trip Elementary because that's mm -hmm. the first um, set of children that are learning French. So their parents were able to come in and they advertised it at TRIP so that the teachers could let them know that they could come in and learn French right here at the library. And then they went over resources and they made it fun where they could um, see it like with music and slides and pictures. So they really helped them continue the immersion in the language. Yeah, TRIP is one of the few schools in the county that does that dual immersion program, I believe. Yep, and their, their language of choice is French. Right. Yes. And we also have great book clubs. Um, you know, Dom, she has a book club, mystery book club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brew done it. Yes. We were meeting in a, in a coffee shop down the street, but um, when COVID hit, we had to, you know, stop all of that. So now we're starting it up again in the branch. And the coffee shop has changed ownership, so we've got to approach them again to see if we can go back in there once we're able to. Mm -hmm. Yes, and um, you know, uh, I'm also helping with, um, I'm helping Meg with a book club for senior living uh, people nearby here in Grayson. It's like an outreach program. Uh, we're gonna start that book club in August where we actually go to the facility. Um, and this has been going on in the past before COVID. Uh, but now we're continuing that in starting in August. And uh, we have a book uh, each month uh, and it's by the same author this time. Um, and everybody's excited. Are there any um, other activities that aren't your traditional program uh, that we should know about happening at Grayson? We had chess club uh, before COVID and that was very well attended and we still have parents asking for it to come back. So we're hoping eventually we'll be able to bring that back because we did have Sunday afternoons. It was very packed in here and people learning from like very young to the older community that was just learning how to play chess or teach others while they were here. And I um, haven't heard you guys mention any online program. I know this has been a period of transition for all of us because we've all had to adjust with our pre-COVID programming 
um, the virtual programming. And now we're getting the chance to go back to um, some of the program we had before or just go to completely new programs. So um, that's great to hear that, you know, you guys are working on that. Yes. Uh, recently, also our ELA, uh, Megan Bliss, uh, she had a monthly uh, outdoor reading to the class where students from uh, the elementary school came and um, this was before the end of school and uh, she read books uh, ron also read a book or two and they sat outside um, nearby the library here uh, so that was something new and uh, the the students were so happy to come to do that okay well um our last question is going to you know test your um, commercial skills <laughs> and it's basically a mini Grayson commercial. So would any of you like to give us a Grayson branch pitch? Why should people visit your branch? We were trying to come up with something. We came up with serving our community to support lifelong learning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's wonderful. And it seems like that's exactly what you guys are doing. I'm impressed um, by how you're serving the community. Um, you guys have a wonderful opportunity tomorrow, I believe it's um, you're going to have a food drive where you're giving out food on the 24th when this uh, podcast is relief, re released. It will have already happened, but um, all of us are looking for new ways to serve the community and Grayson is doing a wonderful job at that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. 